Hello there, and welcome to Babylon with the boys. I'm Carstervain. And does anybody out there remember Wayside? Remember that show with like the high school that was like really tall? Yeah, that was that was some good good television. Some quality programming. My name is Spencer Fleming, aka Spencer Chef. Remembering the finer days where I used to come home from school and like do homework and after homework I'll watch a marathon of how to be indie which is a show that no one else remembers but uh it was a classic i i think a lot of people probably the producers of that show choose not to remember it cuz it's kind of a it's kind of a weird title Spencer everyone always i always say like you guys remember how to be indie and they're like what's wrong with you and i'm like no that's the name of the show like that's the name I'm not trying to do no, and then they're like, "He's canceled. He's got called to play. He's canceled." I'm like, "No, hey, look, that's actually the name of the show. That's I swear." And I have to like pull up Google search images, and they're like, "Oh, I don't remember that." Uh, Probably because it's 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 Canadian, and like anyone who wasn't born in Canada. And probably didn't watch like YTV at a specific time slot. It just would have passed you by. Let's get into the show. So if you couldn't tell by our by our interesting intro, today we're going to be talking about, we're going to do another nostalgia hour, like our one about Blockbuster, but this one, this one is going to be about our our favorite TV shows when we were younger. Oh, we're yeah. Younger. We're still young. We're still young and free and wild, but <laughs> we're going to be talking about the weird... The weird and the wild Canadian cartoons and live-action TV shows that were on networks like Teletoon and what's YTV. Um, what's the oh? There was like uh, this was after our time, but they had like Disney Junior for a bit. D- Disney XD. Disney XD. Yeah. Family Channel. All the, all the classics, all your favorites. This all is like a perfect episode for anyone who was born in Canada from the years like 1997 to like 2002. This is like right in your pocket. Or who knows? Maybe some of these shows got to got to overseas. I heard I hear about some of these being pretty popular in the in the States and in other places, but I don't. Some of them might be a little bit a little bit niche. Oh yeah, I I definitely have a few uh, deep cuts. Some yeah, like, <laughs> like how to be indie. Okay, I have like I say like names of shows and people think that I'm just being racist. Like I'm like how to be indie. They're like that's not a real show. Another one was like TP Tales. I was like y'all seen TP Tales? They're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like no, nah, it's like a show. Like not toilet like, paper you know, tales. It's like First Nations puppets, and they they like there's like grandfather and he like tells stories and stuff. And there's like animals. It's like a whole thing. And it's called TP Tales. And I'm like, yo, y'all seen TP Tales? And everyone's like, take that racist shit out of here, man. It's 2020. I'm like, no, this is a real show. I promise you. There, There's a lot of material to go through. I didn't realize. I went back and like looked at all of the shows that were on like Teletoon on Family Channel, some on Cartoon Network. Um, and I didn't realize how much TV I actually watched. Too much. Too much. When I was a kid, I was just... At some points, I would know, like... I went through it by year. 
And at some points, I would know every show that they were talking about. I would, I would yeah. have seen like almost every episode of that show. Agreed. Um. So you had actually a good idea of how to go through this, right? You wanted to go through. Yeah. Um. I was saying we should go through this like in order of when we would have seen it. So like we start with like shows that we would have watched when we were really young and work our way up to, like, the ages of, like, 10, 11, 12, you know? Slowly, progressively. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't um, put down any any Treehouse TV shows on here, which is, oh. which is I'm not sure if it's in any, in any other places, but it's our, like, kids' kids' TV show. Like, for the, for the little tots, for the, what? <laughs> for the little tots? What's happening right now? I don't know. I just woke up in a weird mood, but um, yeah, yeah. It's like the go-to little kids TV station. Um, yeah, at least, at least I don't. I can't speak for anywhere else. But growing up, um, in Vancouver as a little kid, um, you had like PBS, and they had like see PBS was sneaky because they would try to like educate you when you weren't wanting it like you'd be up and you'd be like oh arthur's on and then it'd be like some problem about like sharing and you'd be like the ass i didn't come here for this the hell is this and then you'd have to turn off the pbs had that clifford clifford the the big red dog or whatever all that stuff and they try to sneak up on you on saturday mornings but like treehouse treehouse was just like the one-stop shop for what do you call it? I don't know. Almost mindless children's entertainment. Yeah, but I gotta say, I'm not sure if this is on um, Treehouse, but my go-to show when I was a kid was Max and Ruby. That's on Treehouse. Yeah, that's on Treehouse. That actually, that actually teaches you some lessons. Well, it teaches you the lesson that Max is actually slightly a genius, and mm-hmm. and, and Ruby is being a little bitch. And that's that's essentially the whole dynamic of the show. Ruby's like, Max, you can't do something fun. And he's like, screw you, I'm doing it anyways. And then it turns out to be like he was doing the right thing the whole time. Um I'm I'm just realizing this now. Was Max and Ruby the original Phineas and Ferb? Maybe. Kind, kind, like Phineas and Ferb, um, I was going to say, but less ridiculous, but we're talking about two rabbits. So maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it kind of is. Did, did Jeff Swampy Marsh just watch um, Max and Ruby and was like, I'm going to do this, but like way more extreme. Like instead of him being like having these little successes, he's going to build like the craziest stuff. Was that the, was that the original like brainchild for for Phineas and Ferb. Maybe I mean, like I, I I told myself maybe a little lie that was like loosely based off his own childhood. And I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense because that's impossible. But <laughs> maybe he looked at Max and Ruby and went, "That's the next big ticket." You see. Uh, siblings, siblings doing wacky things, and then next thing you know, I mean, really, if you want to like 
take it back to siblings doing wacky things. I mean, we always go back to Drake and Josh, but that's 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 not yet. We'll we'll cross that path when we get to it. Yeah, that's not yet. But Max and Ruby, if you didn't know, it was about these two rabbits, a sister and a brother, who have no parents for some reason. Um, yeah, oh, did you hear that creepy pastel where apparently like the parents are dead? And, well, like the father like killed the mother and like hung himself. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it's really hard. but that's um, that ruined my childhood just there. But anyway, yeah. and they're just like doing random stuff. Like his sister's trying to have like a tea party, and his and the brother keeps trying to make like a worm dirt cake or something. But oh, it, I remember that episode. But it turns out to like be a good thing because like helps the plants or something i'm really i'm really spotty on what what actually happens well it's like i i remember one episode very clearly and the rest is like i know i saw it i know there's something with a fire truck in one of them but this one is like as clear as it gets for me so essentially here's the setup max gets like dirty or something and then ruby's like max go take a bath because that's how she talks. She talks kind of like like she's just always in accounts receivable. And then, like, Max, you know, wanders upstairs, hops in the bath, and, like, decides that it's a great time to just start eating sherbet. And, like, he's eating sherbet. This is such a weird sentence. This is a real episode. He's eating sherbet. And, by the way, like, he has no clothes on. Like, this is a naked child rabbit that we're looking at. And he's eating sherbet. And just drops the sherbet in the bathtub. And then, like, Ruby's like, what are you doing? And then, like, takes him out. And the entire episode revolves around her taking him out, draining the tub. He goes back in to wash the sherbet off of himself. He goes downstairs, grabs another sherbet, and spills it in the tub. And it's like that repeated three or four times. And it's like... What's happening right now? I remember even as a kid, I was like, this is not the highlight of this show. Like, this is, this is odd. What is happening? I don't understand. And then, like, I don't even remember what the lesson, because it always ends with, like, see, Max is doing, I don't even remember how they tried to wrap that up. Yeah. But essentially, like, it ends with, like, Max doing something, like, and he only speaks in, like, one words per episode, too. Like, it's like, he just keeps saying, Sherbert. And then Ruby's like, Max! <laughs> Whoa. That really uh, hit home for you, did it? Sorry, <laughs> Bless I, you. Bless I you. felt a sneeze coming and it just, it could not be stopped. Yeah, I, I, you just, it looked like you were like fighting it and then it just won. It, it, it definitely won. But yeah, again with that first, that one word thing. That's kind of the same with Ferb. Oh my gosh. It's Max and Ruby. It's Max. It's, and uh, Marsh was inspired. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know the other guy's name that made Phineas and Ferb, but it was one of them was Jeff Swampy Marsh. If you want somebody to remember you, have a nick, have like a nickname just slapped in the middle. Yeah, and exactly. People will remember you. You'll be remembered for, for eons to come. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to, like, just have people call me 
like my name, a random middle name that I made up, and then my real name at the end. You know, because like people, people will remember that. You know, just like Spencer Pickup Sticks Fleming. Why they call him Pickup Sticks? That boy sure can play Pickup Sticks. Like I don't know, something like that. It's a dream. I'm working on it. Um. We we spent pretty long on Max and Ruby, and I have a lot of TV shows to get through. But what's a what's a TV show? Pick one from your child from your like your like child childhood. Okay, so like I have one one show to sum up my childhood experience from like the ages of two to four. Mm-hmm. I could I could go the path of Timothy goes to school. I could go the path of Mighty Machines. I could go the path of Foursquare. But no. We're talking about the big comfy couch, baby. Yes, big I. Comfy couch. That was actually. <clears throat> this might sound weird, but I was like a fat kid. That's and nice. I remember one time, um, these older kids were like making fun of me, and I like. Th- this was like my, I was kind of bullied. Okay, I was knocked to the ground, and then they sat oh, on. Yeah. And oh my god. Like, Big comfy couch. <laughs> I should have laughed. It's traumatizing. That's not good. It's funny now, but it was. <clears throat> I remember the one time that actually happened. It was pretty. That's that's like. Were you friggin' dealing with the bullies from it? Like what the hell? <laughs> what kind of elaborate shit is that? It's like really. That's planned out. Like they thought about that. No, I think they were just, like, dogpiling me, and they were like, ha-ha, big comfy couch, ha-ha. But it, like, mm. stuck in my head for some reason, because, you know, being bullied. But anyway, big comfy couch that, is, a good, is a good TV show, I gotta say. That took a dark turn. Uh, let's just not talk about that show anymore. I think you've you spoiled it for me. Jesus. <laughs> What kind of... Where did you go to school? What kind of... That's like... It's funny, but it's like terrible at the same time. Like it, I'm actually impressed. Children are terrible. Children are terrible people. You know why like children are bad? Because what? they are us. Like they are adults with no filter. Yes. So they'll just, like, find your flaws and just, like, have no sympathy just pointing them out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't hang out with children. I don't, well, actually, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know why I'm bragging about that. <laughs> like, you know, I try not to, not to go to random strangers' kids' birthday parties. Um, I'm cutting back, you know. Like, I don't know why I'm bragging about that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's move on because this is taking a turn. Okay, um, a little bit older. What was a little bit older? After, like, the very young, I kind of was just exposed to everything. But in another, like, maybe this was around four or five or six, I watched Rescue Heroes. (gasps) Oh, my friend as a kid loved Rescue Heroes. Like, that was his favorite show. It was... His favorite? Like, literally his favorite show. And I only watched it when I was over at his house, and I'd pretend that I watched it when I wasn't at his house. And then he'd be, like, saying, like, oh, do you remember that? I don't remember any of the characters' names, but there's, like, some firefighter dude, and apparently there's, like, some episode where he gets, like, sick or something and almost dies. 
I and they do like an Optimus Prime thing with them. Opti- they do an Optimus Prime thing with them? Well, you know in like the old Transformers movie where like Optimus Prime dies? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the spoiler, I guess, if you haven't seen a 32-year-old movie. But, um, yeah, they try to do like something. I don't remember. The firefighter guy. Yeah, uh, What's his name? I don't, rem- I don't remember their names either. But <laughs> one thing that I do remember about it was that I had like the toy of their they had like this headquarters <laughs> on the side of a mountain. Yeah. And I had like this side of the mountain headquarters that like opened up and stuff and there was like an elevator. Like it was the best toy that I had when Damn. I was and you I also must had, have like, had women in school. You must have had all the girls. Look at that, guys. Oh my god, all the girls look in your direction. This guy has rescue heroes, man. Like, that's dope. If I had that, I would have been popular as a kid. I'm telling you, everyone would have been like, look at this guy over here. Coming to school, brought his rescue heroes. He's pulling out during maths. Holy, this guy just doesn't care. He's going off the walls. Um, what's another thing about rescue? I had VHSs of, like, they had they had a little bit longer episodes where it was just like, or did they? Or was it just a collection of episodes? I think it was just a collection of episodes that I had on VHS. And it was just some, it was really cool because it was about like firefighters and um, paramedics and uh, mountain climber rescue people. Like it was about. Yeah. It's about like real life, like, I guess heroes. You would say, well, yeah, but they have like bear sidekicks. Yeah, yeah. In real life, but they had bear yeah. sidekicks in a very ahead of its time defund the police um, episode. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had that, but no. um, and they, have, yeah, they did have a police officer guy and everything. But it was just, yeah. it was just cool teaching kids about that kind of like that kind of workforce and like the stuff that they do for people like rescuing people it was pretty, yes it was pretty cool teaching that way no it was yes it was, it was fun from what i remember so that um i that was my later like transfer from <clears throat> from like taught to actual like tween that was the this is like wait this is like four or five or is this like that's like Four, five, six. Okay, okay. Four, five, six. Okay, so you had rescue around that time. Um, I had I was into a lot of things. Uh, I liked Veggie Tales. Um, oh. yeah, I liked Veggie Tales. What is there to say about that show? The theme song slaps, and like, for for what is essentially, it's. They tell stories essentially from the Bible, but with veggies is kind of the premise. But like every once in a while, they would just go off the rails and it'd have nothing to do with the Bible. Like literally there's like these segments called like silly songs with Larry, where essentially he's just like singing about weird, weird stuff. And then like another character is just upset that he's singing those weird things and then it moves on. And you're like, this has nothing to do with Noah's Ark, but okay, let's just do it. Let's get it for right now. Um, then there was like the rent from like four to six. I was obsessed with, uh, 
Spider-Man, like everything Spider-Man. So, you know, the Sam Raimi movies and all that, but also the 90s TV show. Um, I watched the MTV TV show with the, the cel-shaded CGI. I watched, I even watched the like 13 episode on Spider-Man Unlimited thing that they did where he goes to like something called Counter-Earth and it's like Earth, but like animals are in charge and like people are slaves and it's weird, and it's like some sort of BDSM fetish, and I don't, I can't even describe the weirdness of that show. It's like you took um some forty three year old dude's fetish, Batman Beyond, and like your worst nightmares, and just put it in a blender and drank it before you went to work. Wow, it's wow. yeah, it's. That- while I was watching Rescue Heroes, I had like a, of course, I have an older sister. My older sister got the TV like probably a little bit more than half the time. Right. So I would watch stuff that she was watching like Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. And like Hannah Montana. And then like when I was about seven, Wizards of the Waverly Place came on. Okay. And that was an amazing concept for a TV show. Like, I have to say. I'll be honest with you. People hate me, but um, I never saw it. I just, I, I saw the intro once. That's about it, it. It's, it's okay. It's okay, man. I won't, I won't, I won't bully you like probably the rest of them do. But. They do. They really do. The concept of this, this family of wizards where the, they made like it very immaculate where like the. I'm not sure if I'm going to remember this right. Where, like, the father... No. Where one of them... Only one of them gets to keep their powers. Oh? Only one of them gets to keep their powers at the end of the series. So it's, like, going to be Selena Gomez then. So it's all of them training and then trying to figure out, oh, should I actually, like, try my best and, like, put all my time and effort into being a wizard? And then they got more into this in the later seasons, but should I put all my time and effort into being like the best wizard I can be and beat my, my siblings and become the wizard? Or should I just accept my fate and just try and build a life where I'm not a wizard and get used to that kind of life? This sounds like really dramatic. <laughs> it, it got really dramatic in the, in the, there was like a, where that whole thing happened, but it was really that is more like the background, of course. It's like more situational comedy. It's more like we're wizards. We're gonna we're we're trying to like hide our wizard powers, but like we're gonna use them wherever we can, stuff like that. Right. But so that was, that was probably one of the best concept TV shows that Family Channel has ever done. Can I can I ask? This is I don't know. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna put a spoiler. Spoilers. You don't want to know how the end of Wizards of Waverly Place and because I, I, I'm, how does it end? Who gets the, to keep their powers? I kind of forget. Cause don't do this to me. I need to know now. I'm invested. Cause it actually happens like pretty, pretty interestingly. Cause I think cause it's like a like a tournament where they have to like do certain wizard powers and there's like a. It's basically Dumbledore's there and being like, you gotta win the tournament 
against your siblings, and it like gets emotional and shit. But I think, I think Selena Gomez actually wins the the kind of like tournament to get the powers, right? And but she ends up giving it, giving her powers to, I think it's her, I think it's her older brother, or maybe her youngest brother. You have to check that. I only remember what one of the brothers looks like, and I think it was the older one. Yeah, there's they they kind of look similar by the end of the season, by the end of the series, right? Because one is like the short one, the like young one, but then he like gets a growth spurt like on the third season. Oh, and it's like I can't tell them apart. How many seasons? One of them has, and then one of them has short hair, and one of them has long hair, and they're like, okay, that's how I can tell them apart. Okay. But uh, how many how there of this show? I think five. I think five seasons. Five seasons. Jeez, man, I I totally missed that wave. Um, yeah, but that was that was the wave of of me when I was seven. Um, should we get into the later years of our of our young adult life of our our like almost tween years? Before we hit that phase, I just wanna just wanna point out. Um, I think Roxanne would kill us if we didn't say Samurai Jack. Um, oh yeah, it's, it was a show. I mean, not, I think I've I've seen like probably three episodes of Samurai Jack. She showed me one episode of Samurai Jack, and I was like, "This is pretty good. This is pretty good." Like it's quite. <clears throat> it definitely like treats the kid audience like adults like it's like we're gonna give you this there's like zero dialogue and it's just like we're gonna give you this like slow burn like tension filled little bit of tv and we're gonna we're gonna put in like a bunch of samurai movie references and all this stuff and we're gonna like trust you to to be smart little smart little kids isn't that like the same people who made Powerpuff Girls? What? Yeah, it is. What? Same people that made Powerpuff Girls. It's a Girls. slow burn samurai cartoon. Well, I felt like it was slow burn a little bit. But maybe because I was expecting, oh, it's going to be a TV show. It's going to be a kid's TV show. So it's going to like zoom by like nobody's business. But right. maybe, I, maybe I read it wrong. Maybe I watched the wrong episode. It was only like one episode I watched. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go back. I know, like, there's a, there's. I never watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, and that makes people upset. Apparently, yeah, that um, makes me very upset, Spencer. That yeah, more than Wizards Waverly Place. That's the one you gotta see. Okay, yeah, I never watched that. Um, I never got into Pokemon. I watched a little bit of Pokemon. <clears throat> I wasn't like a diehard Pokemon guy. Uh, yeah, no, I used to, like, they used to, there's a, a phase where, like, our elementary school was plagued by Pokemon. Like, everyone was, like, it was either Pokemon or Bakugan. There was two sides, you know? Um, there's two sides. It was a tale of two cities. And, essentially, they divided you. You got to kindergarten, and they were, like, who are you? And you're, like, I'm Spencer. And they're, like, no. Who are you? And you're, like... I'm back, you gone. And then she goes, <laughs> and hisses. 
and then like skitters away to the other side of the classroom and like all the bakugan people are like you've chosen the way of the gone ah and then like what's the, the dragos or whatever the hell the red one's name was and then like the pokemon people at lunch we'd all divide and the pokemon people would be throwing those cards out wow 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 you know the bakugan people rolling those balls out over and over again. And I finally, like, I was like, I gotta get myself some Bakugan. I gotta fit in, be cool at this school. I go, I beg my parents for some Bakugan. They spend like $30 on it. I don't know why they cost that much. I get to school. I get my cards. I get my balls. I roll the balls. They open up. The dragons happen. And then we all just stare at it. And we're all like, what? Now? And then everyone's like, I don't know. That's just kind of as far as we got. We just kind of mm-hmm. roll these balls. They open up on the cards. And uh, that's that's kind of what we do. Yeah, that's kind of all you do, but Yep. And then I threw it out because that was bullshit. And that's the end of my... Uh... <laughs> that's why I didn't get into Pokemon. I really liked... Besides Pokemon and Bakugan, there was... One TV show that I totally forgot about. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to... I can't really explain what it was, but I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, that. It was chaotic. Oh my gosh, that name sounds so familiar. It was where, like, you had, like, this little Game Boy and you, like, plugged it into a console and you, like, picked your warrior or whatever. Yeah. It was... That was another one that was like Bakugan, that was like Pokemon, where, but it wasn't as popular, obviously, because Pokemon um, was there. But it was pretty. It was also pretty interesting. And also, Digimon. Digimon. I knew that. Oh my god, chaotic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh! You just sucked me back fourteen years. Just the one, the, the green guy with the... Yeah! Yeah! With the, with the hair. That was like, yeah, that was the same. Like, I watched that, and like then I watched, I started watching World of Quest. And like, those two shows. I remember... That's not a good one. That's not a good one. World, World of Quest. Quest. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, this episode must be so dry for like, people who didn't watch the exact same specific stuff that we did. Mm-hmm. Or grow up in this time, but let's get to a couple big ones. Okay, I would love to. Or that were our older, like as we were growing a little bit older. <clears throat> like my favorite, one of my favorite TV shows was, and especially theme songs. Theme song wise, is probably the best theme song. And we've talked about this before. It's it's sixteen. Yes. Yes, I'm literally watching that show right now on Tubi. 16. Laugh is sweet. When you're growing up so fast, gotta make the good times last. That, that was a great TV show. It, was, it, it brought in like so many like things of like, when I'm 16, this is gonna be, this is gonna be my life. I'm gonna hang out at the mall every day. Life because uh, after school, bro. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's a Canadian show. So like anyone outside of Canada does not know that show, unless you do. Yeah. Well, also like total drama 
Island. Oh, yeah. Total yeah. Drama Island. Those are two shows that were like, I don't know about you, but my mom did not like me watching those shows. Yeah. I don't think some people wouldn't be able to watch those shows. Yeah. This is like, we've kind of transitioned into like, you know, obviously Teletoon and Family Channel and stuff right now. So that set, six, seven, eight, we're kind of going into Teletoon and stuff. Like, I was originally scared of Teletoon. Because when I was still in my treehouse phase, I, like, put on Teletoon, and there's this commercial, and it's this, like, this ice cream cone. Yeah. Sorry, not even, like, it's, like, a dude. It's a person. And mm-hmm. he's, like, in all white, and it looks like he's ice cream, but he has a face. And, and he's eating his own head. And he's going... I love little baby's ice cream. It makes me feel so young. And he's like eating it and it just like zooms out. And I was like, what the? And I just, I didn't watch Teletoon for two years because I thought that's what that freaking channel represented. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a weird, we can get into a whole other thing about weird um, commercials. Yeah. But Teletoon Teletoon, I was there from the beginning. I, I watched Johnny Test there. I oh, watched um I watched Wayside there. Wayside? Totally Spies there. <gasps> oh, Totally Spies. Wait, who who did you have a crush on in the Totally Spies? Oh, like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Carson's a Renaissance man, man. He wanted all three. <laughs> Well, it's like he wanted the yellow, the green, and the red. You know what I'm saying? He just he wanted a rainbow. He wanted Skittles. There you go. I wanted I wanted the rainbows. Well, it was I think it was the it was kind of the main one. Well, I think she was the green one. Sam. Sam. That's Sam. Yeah. That's Sam. Uh, Sam was probably the one I had a crush on. Okay. Yeah. I liked I like Alex, the one in the yellow. There you go. Um, yeah, and th- there's that TV show, and there's... What else was on Teletoon? There were some great Teletoon <clears throat> TV shows, man. I think I there think was... I said this one before we started, but you got Carl Square. Which Carl Square. Like, only came on at, like, odd times. Like, it was yeah. never on in the middle of the day. It was always, like, some weird, like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Carl well, Square would come on. If you didn't know, around about nine o'clock on Teletoon. Teletoon at night. Kind of, kind of switched over to like Teletoon at night, Adult Swim stuff, and it was like Futurama and King of the Hill. And if you get, went late enough, Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. You ever push like, that boundary as a kid, where you're like. You know, your mom would somehow our parents, I don't know about your mom, but like my mom knew like I'd she'd be like, OK, you know, it's time for bed at 830 or whatever. I'd be like, oh, can I just watch, you know, one show that starts at nine? She's like, doesn't Teletoon at night start at nine? And I'm like, no, she's like, go to bed. And I like one night I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm taking a stand. Damn it. I have rights. I'm a human being. This shit. I, it was like nine thirty. I ripped off my blankets, snuck downstairs, went to the basement, turned on the TV. I was like, Let's check out this Teletoon and nice stuff. And I pushed it. I like 
each show gets progressively more mature. Like you're right. It'll start okay. with like a Futurama. And I was like, this is a little, little too much, but it's okay. Then like King of the Hill, I was like, oh, okay. And then when you get to Robot Chicken, there's like a sense of accomplishment. Like, holy shit, I just beat the last boss of this video game. <laughs> like, holy, I just, and like, I didn't even understand half the jokes. <laughs> I just knew I wasn't supposed to be watching it. Yeah, I didn't understand half the jokes either. I Probably around like 12 was when I was like, or 12 or 13, I was like, I'm actually going to stay up and watch this show. And I did. And then I was like, oh, it's not as good as I thought. I thought it was going to be like, I watched like the Star Wars episode. That was cool, though. That was good. Yeah. But but then I was like, I'm okay with like only staying up to like 10 and watching Futurama. That's good with me. That's cool. Yeah. Robot Chicken was like, I think it was more the fable, you know? Like it was yeah. more the, the myth. Like, and all the kids, whoa. You watch Robot Chicken, man? This guy's hardcore. Look at this guy over here. Whoa. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely the hardcore stuff. But let's we've I think we've gone through the range of TV shows that we've watched throughout our our growing into adulthood and watching actual shows. You wanna hit you wanna hit some live actions? We can hit some live actions. Well we've hit whoever Wizards. Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. What's some live action shows that you were like, this is this is my favorite. Okay. So live action for me revolved around watching Nickelodeon and YTV shows. Um, so from Nickelodeon, there was Drake and Josh, obviously. You know? Um, what a staple of my childhood again another show that i thought that's what like teenagers and being a, in high school would be like like just gonna have these constant streams of wacky adventures yeah and that's a lie and then, <laughs> then um i carly was was very popular I, in my house for a bit i carly i actually watched greg and josh not as much okay fair enough um yeah, that was that had like a whole breeded breeded like a whole a whole type of comedy at school. And what's weird is it's very clearly like written by adults. Because like the adults think it's cool. Like they think the reason the kids are watching is because it's hip and because they have a web series. We're ahead of the curve. And it's like Bruh, like YouTube's been around for two years at this point. <laughs> no one's running this off their website. And they thought they was being hip. And that was the gimmick of the show. But the real gimmick of the show was watching Sam just desecrate people with a butter sock. <laughs> that's why that's why you went there. That just pure unscripted violence. Yes. Perfect. Channeling my inner rage. We all have to channel our inner inner rage every once in a while. Yeah, that was a great that's a great live action show. Was there anything else? Was there any killer live action? <clears throat> you see, now I, I have to get into deep cuts that no one knows. Um, I remember there's this show called like In Real Life, and it was oh. uh, it was like essentially 
these like 13, 14, 15 year old kids. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention one um live action show that I watched. Maybe one or two. But I'm gonna like wrap this into some big questions that I want that I wanna ask. Hit me. So there's like there's Zach and Cody, which I watched as a kid, which Sweet I watched life. pretty young. Right. And it was really cool to see like two like parallel opposite twin brothers still like be able to to be brothers and be friends. Right. Like the the nerd and the jock were able to were able to be friends and you're like, maybe that brings hope for, for people who are nerds <laughs> to be to be part of that kind of be friends with um and that was always cool and Miss Mr. Mosby was just the best oh, yeah. on TV. Oh my gosh. He even though he was like the the kind of the not the antagonist, but like he was kind of like trying to maintain control of the hotel. Yeah, well like in the same way that you could consider Uncle Phil an antagonist. Mm-hmm. You know? Like he's he's thwarting the devious plans of the youth, but like it's not because he's being a dick, it's because like, hey, this is life and there's consequences to you messing up my job. That kind of thing. They would be like, you get to like for a week or whatever, you all have to do like an adult job and there's like challenges. That makes it sound like I'm referring to like porn or something. No. Like um like an adult um occupation like like an actual occupation. You know, like one 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 week they'd be like beekeepers. Or like one week I think there's like a circus episode and they do like challenges within that. And I was like big into that for some reason. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Canadian because like the production value was like eh. then we had um what else was coming out around that time? Uh there was there was like the reruns of Goosebumps. Oh, I never watched Goosebumps. I've heard a lot about it, but I've never watched Goosebumps. It's uh, it's pretty hilarious. Hmm. I I recommend checking it out as an adult now, and uh, just just like looking back on what they thought we thought was scary, and it's pretty hilarious. And then another one that was probably my. I'm gonna get into my favorite kids' TV shows, or why I think it's the best. Looking back, and it's Good Luck Charlie. Good Luck Charlie, which is a show that I've never seen, but I've heard you talk about this before. It, it's really good. It's about like this. It's just kind of like this family unit, who, all the kids are kind of a, kind of a lot older, and they have, they have like a newborn, newborn kid from their parents named Charlie, right? Who's all like. Oh, so, like, we're old enough that we're almost partially raising this child. So, the main girl played by Bridget Medler, Bridget something, Bridget something, makes a, makes a blog, like a video log of um, lessons that she learned for Charlie to watch when she's older. Oh, okay. So it's kind of, it kind of brings in that best blend of like, this is a sitcom, 
and this is actually a kid's show that's going to teach you something at the end of each episode. Oh, okay. Okay, so it has a formula. Yeah. And it was really cool watching that when I was going into my tweens trying to figure out what, how to navigate the, the tween going into teen, going into high school, all that kind of stuff. It, was, it helped me navigate that pretty well. And when I was a little bit younger, my favorite animated show was probably Johnny Test. Oh, yeah, Johnny Test. Johnny Test. Johnny, Johnny Test. You, you remember the, the Johnny Applesauce episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, Johnny, when he was the folk hero? Yeah, yeah. And then one day, Lady Lunch had enough. Now she lost her mind, now the song's over. Yeah, that episode, that was, that was a slap. That was a, that was a slap. And, of course, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb was the biggest thing ever. <clears throat> And it was, yeah. it was kind of that same vein as Johnny Test, where they did like these crazy experiments, got these crazy, these crazy gadgets or crazy things that happened. Yeah, it just made your, made your dreamer mind just explode. <laughs> and one that was a little bit, it was really interesting because it wasn't like, it didn't wrap up at the end of each episode. It was a continuation. It was a serial storyline. And this was the first serial that I kind of got into. It only ran for a couple of seasons. But it was Mystery Incorporated. Mystery Incorporated. Okay, I missed that show. And I know what you're talking about. Because I think I've like seen the cover of the show. Funny enough, at a blockbuster. And like, I know what it is. But I just never, I never got to see it. It was a reboot of Scooby-Doo. Where it was actually, instead of mysteries, each... each um episode it's a season it had mysteries each episode but it was there was an overarching story the only thing that i can i can really compare it to is gravity falls okay and it was really really interesting but what are your what's your like top five top five that's that's really hard to do because it's like oh man I I don't even know how much taste I had as a kid because like I liked a lot of shows that would last like for two seasons. Oh, I mean, yeah. um, I think I think if I had to pick like some of the biggest shows that you know really really got me going, um, you know, Big Time Rush is up there. I went through like a a Big Time Rush phase. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but Big Time. Big Time Rush is like an actual band, I guess. And they made a show about this band that like come from Pittsburgh and they're staying at this like hotel. Um, and they're recording music with their manager, Gustavo. Um and <laughs> freaking Gustavo, man. Gustavo. He's like I don't even know how to describe him. He's like Guy Fieri, but or Fieri, I'm freaking bald. He's bald, and he wears like uh, one of those like golf hats, and he has like shades. And essentially, he just like yells at them all the time. Um, and then there's some lesson that they learn at the end of the episode, and then they make a song about it. And that was the formula of the show. And that was that was lit. <clears throat> um, for some reason, I went through a phase where I really enjoyed a show called Life with Boys. And I don't know why. Because it's not, I, I knew back then it wasn't even that good, but I still watched it. It's like this. Uh, I, 
I think I saw that. Wasn't it like she wasn't it like a sister and she had like a bunch of brothers? Yeah. And it's kind it of like, like a it's a rip off of life. what what's funny is looking back, it totally rips off Good Luck Charlie. Kind of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. There's um, like one sister and two brothers and dad. Yeah. But she also has the mom. Does she no, have a mom? No, the mom the mom passed away or something. Um I don't know I don't know how much they get into it, but the mom's just not there. Um and then so the, yeah, that's all good and dandy. Well no, it's not because her mom's dead. But um yeah, it's it was like essentially this thirteen year old kid trying to trying to, you know, figure it out and trying to like be popular with the boys at school, but like she's kind of a tomboy herself. And it's that's she's quirky. She's not like the other girls. Um, and that's kind of like the premise of it. Um, I don't know, but whoever played, I think the friend's name is Allie. I think that's the friend's name. Um, yeah, being like 12 years old watching that show, I was like, oh, this this girl's fire. Like, I thought I was gonna end up marrying that girl. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I thought I was gonna make it happen somehow. Like, that who I don't know where she is now. I, I can't talk about it. I have to look at her now and determine if she's hot now. Because, like, if I say, like, she was hot, then now I'm catching the case. So let's look it up. Let's look it up. Life with boys. Look it up. Okay. So, okay. I just looked at the actress. She is now 22. That is good. That is a good age. A legal age. A, a, a not morally terrible age. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she'll never ever see this podcast, but you know, if she just happens to be wandering by, yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. Anywho, back to a list of shows <laughs> that took a, a side detour. Um, there was just a, <laughs> just a tad. R.L. Stein's Haunting Hour. This is when I'm getting into like the 10, 11, 12 area. What? R.L. Stein's Haunting Hour. It's it sounds scary. It's not real. It's the same kind of goosebumps bullshit where it's like they try to scare you, but some of them just aren't scary. They're just depressing. Like there's this one no. like this kid's being bullied and like he makes friends with this like cool kid, but the kid only dresses dresses in like 50s clothing. Oh, nice. Uh, and then, like, it ends, and, he, like, the kid's helping him and giving him confidence to, like, ask his date out to the dance and all this stuff. And then it ends, or it's ending. And, like, this fire starts, and this dude locks him in the room. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, essentially, he's a ghost, and he needs someone to take his place so he can be with the living again. So he sacrifices the other kid so he can go and be like a, a kid again i guess and it's like goes and like dances with the girl he asked out and you're like what the ass like what what's <laughs> scary that's just really messed up and then like the other it's played by mr young that's the guy mr young is essentially trapped in a burning school and dies <laughs> that's gosh it's it's interesting it's interesting but yeah, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I liked anthology horror series. Apparently, hmm. which cool. explains my Black Mirror interest. Um, yeah, there you go. 
Um, what's another? I guess, I guess, uh, Batman the animated series, which came out like way before. Yeah, nineties. Yeah, that was that was in the nineties, but I watched it when I was older, and I was like, "Hey, this is this is really good." I have it on DVD. I have have the I have like not the whole bundle, but you know those like little four episode DVDs. Oh yeah, used to be able to get for like three dollars at Superstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have I have a bunch of those. Nice. I think uh, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to like think of significant ones. Well, we'll get into some stuff since the episode's winding down. I got a couple questions. This is going to be like our talking points, but since we went <laughs> off about TV shows in a different way, I'm going to end these as a little. This will be a little cap to the episode. Sure. I already asked you what's your favorite. Now, what are the most overlooked or underrated kids' TV shows? See, that's a great question. That's a great question. Because I feel like there's a lot. There's so much. Before, like, all kind of generation, TV shows for kids were like, there wasn't a channel for them. You know? Mm-hmm. And then it, it got, like, so saturated with, like, our generation, where it's like they were everywhere. There's and so many. There were so many, and you know, it's it 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 was it was hard to dig in the dirt and find the gems because there was a lot of shit. There was a lot of bad ones. Um, but I think I feel like Recess doesn't get its due. No, Recess does not get its due. That was a good show. The simplicity of that show is legendary. Like it's it's such a simple concept but they kind of do what community does with its on paper simple premise where it's like because it's so simple you can actually make like there's zero rules because it's like you're dealing with kids so who cares if there's like a war with like dodgeballs and stuff like it's like who cares who cares it's so simple that you're allowed to just like extend the the suspension of to unlimited capacity. So I feel like that one doesn't get enough. Um, How about you? I got two. I mentioned it at the intro. Wayside. Wayside. I loved that show. Partially because I was so interested with the world of it. Like this huge like 200 floor yeah um, high school is just so interesting like there was such an interesting like architecture to it and like all these different rooms that were unexplored and made like a it was awesome yes i've seen seen through the eyes of these interesting characters as well who's the who's the the black guy who was like balding oh it was balding yeah Uh, his like hair was only on the sides, and he had like a really annoying voice. Yeah, and like he didn't he like play like the flute with his nose or something. Yeah, his name was like Wyatt or something. No, Wyatt's from sixteen. Oh. Uh. I do not know. I know the main guy's name was Todd. Yes, the ginger guy with mm-hmm. the blue shirt. Um, yeah, I feel like 
I don't think that show ran that long, too. No, it was only like one or two seasons. But it was really, it was good television. I have another one that's not as underrated, but I don't hear as many people talk about it, like from our generation, which is Proud Family. Ooh, I forgot about that show. Yeah. Like, it's a, like, it's a black family. And just them, I, I learned some cool things through there. Like, with, um, not just, like, their culture or anything, but, like, they have, like, a, I remember the one episode I remember very distinctly. Saying episode on, on Hanukkah. Wait, what was that? Can you repeat that? On, on Hanukkah. Oh, they had an episode on Hanukkah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, like on the... And like how the system all worked with like the seven days thing and like all that stuff. With the, with the Jewish kind of equivalent to Christmas celebration. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that the dad was like stick thin, and he yeah he would turn sideways that. and he'd disappear. <laughs> he would disappear. Yeah, that was that was some brilliant. It was fun. That was some no, yeah, writing with that joke. That was like that show was good. A specific joke I remember. Um, and it was kind of yeah, it was really good, and they even made like a movie about it. I remember the Proud Family movie. Yeah, yeah I remember that. That was some good show. That was a good show. Yeah, um, that you, takes me back. Did you find out what the guy's name is in Wayside that plays the flute with his nose? I can't. I can't find it. I looked it up. Um, I, I feel like it's so. It's so rare that people don't even remember. Um, you know who I'm talking about, though, right? Like the guy with the glasses. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But okay, let's get on to another question since we're not going to find his name. Um, what, what are some crazy concepts looking back? Like, oh my gosh, like that's a, that's a really interesting concept for a kid's TV show. Um, I would have to say, cause we got, we got a lot of kids. Like I said, we have a lot, we had a lot of kids content like uh, for us growing up. Um, I think a, I would just like to shout out like the superhero shows. Um, <laughs> A lot of them, you know, for for kids shows, kind of were excellent. Like, oh, uh, you had Spectacular Spider Man, which was like this like amazing take on Spider. One of the I think best interpretations I've seen of Spider Man in like a kid show, and that, that was really impressive. And I, I think it was it's pretty like, you know, ballsy for them to go like, hey. We're not just gonna like make a a cartoon with you know some action scenes and he does some goofy shit every once in a while because it's for kids. Like they actually tried to tell like compelling stories. Yeah, and they brought a lot of stuff in from the comics. Yeah, but that was impressive. Um, like we said, sixteen. I still don't understand how they got away with what they got away with. <laughs> like, there's episodes where they talk about stuff that like was just never discussed in any other kid show. Like there's an episode where the three girls' menstrual cycles like sync up, and they're <laughs> they're like acting all cranky all day, and like the guys are trying to figure out like what what's going on, 
Um, so shout out to that show for for taking it in a <laughs> in a more mature direction, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I say mature, but it's kind of like mature and immaturity. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's like, look at this. There was a lot of like weird what the hell shows from our our era as well. Um, from like Adventure Time to you know what a weird what a weird concept like regular show regular no. show Mordec- with Mordecai and Rigby like a mm-hmm. lot of Cartoon Network stuff was just really weird the Amazing World of Gumball these are like shows that probably were coming out just as we were growing up like out of the cartoon phase I guess mm-hmm. like a lot of those shows I probably watched like the first season before I was like I'm in high school I don't watch cartoons now Jimmy Two Shoes, Jimmy Two Shoes. Uh, what's the flapjack or whatever? Yeah, that that was just <clears throat> with some weird content there. But um, to, oh, Total Drama the Island was like a weird idea too. Like, let's parody Survivor in a cartoon. Well, <laughs> parody Survivor in a cartoon. Let's have it be like. Let's have it be like a mix of like Amazing Race, and. Survivor and um, Fear Factor. Yeah, it, it was weird, but it was like because for a kid, I didn't actually understand that this was like a parody, you know? Mm-hmm. I just thought that was their show. But like after that, there was like this reality TV show like phase and craze around that the time that show came out where like you had Survivor, you had Fear Factor, you had Amazing Race, and it's all these like Kind of like game shows, I mm-hmm. guess. Really, it's what it is. It's just like with a more physical aspect. Like, it's not so much of a mental challenge. It's usually like some sort of physical challenge. And they just took that idea and ran with it. Um, and there was like within, like, there was like relationship drama, like in Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah. Like, this, there was like couples and like you were rooting for like a couple. <laughs> and there's like the, the dude with the piercings. And the green, like, mohawk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, In the goth Jason girl. or something? Something. Yeah, like, that, it, it was a, it was a silly idea, but it worked really well. Um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends was kind of weird, but I liked that it. That was weird as well. It was like, yeah, it was, but I got one that's quite, it, it's not weird, it's just really cool that they thought of this, which is Sunny with a Chance. Which is another show that I... Wait, is this... Uh... This is Demi Lovato. Okay, yeah, I never saw this show. Do, do, do continue. It <clears throat> centers around like the, the behind the scenes of a sketch comedy show. Oh, word? So it's kind of it kind of feels like kids SNL, but you see like the creation of the sketches and like how they came to be, and the kind of like back behind the scenes inner working of that. Like what kind of crazy concept to show to kids? Like an, wow, like an actual like creative, like the the creative cycle of of. A sketch comedy of a show. sketch comedy show. 
that's you see saying that you actually reminded me of more shows now yeah like wizards of waverly places another one that i'm talking about earlier but yeah see you saying that you reminded me of a show a sketch comedy show um for kids that was like on ytv and i'm pretty sure it's canadian but it's called that's so weird oh hmm. and essentially it's like a sketch co- it's a sketch comedy show but you know without political humor is <laughs> essentially what it is like they, they have this parody of like daniel uh cook or whatever the oh, here yeah. we are guy yeah they do like this is daniel book and it's essentially like they like take him to like different places or whatever and it's like what a kid would really be like in these scenarios and this kid just like starts like wrecking like they're like oh this is like an ancient artifact from the museum it took us like 50 years to find all the pieces and he just like breaks it and they're like no <laughs> like that's kind of the premise of the show it's just like it's satire without politics hmm. um but i find it so cool that they they did a show that's like a behind the scenes of a sketch comedy show mm-hmm. it's, pretty it's cool. a show within a show that's awesome um <clears throat> i think one final question i have to answer unless do you have any questions for me do you have any I have, yeah i have one question for you i have a question um what kids tv show do you think you've learned the most from oh probably good luck charlie good luck charlie yeah because they they literally they kind of like spelled out this is what <laughs> the lesson i learned in this episode is which was kind of like ham-handedly but yeah. it was done in such a way like that's the concept of the show it was done yeah. in such a way where you were like this actually like makes a lot of sense okay Fair enough. I'm I'm gonna go back. Is it do you think it's on Disney Plus? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna go and check that out. You piqued yeah. my interest. Watch a couple episodes. What was one that you learned the most from? Um sounds stupid, but <laughs> Teen Titans. Like they actually had yeah. some some solid lessons in that show. Like there's an episode that is about racism oh. in a Teen Titans cartoon. Damn. Yeah, it's not like it's set up in a way that you're learning about it without knowing you're learning about it. Essentially, this guy like comes from space or something and is like um, racist towards Star Starfire for being from like a different planet. And he's like, yeah, like he has like slurs that he uses for her people and stuff. And like Starfire's like upset about it. And she's like talking like cyborg. She's like, do you know, like, what it feels like to be different? He's like, yeah, I do. And Cyborg is black. So, like, they have, like, a conversation. I was like, is this in a kid's show right now? Like, is this... This is kind of deep and really well written. What the ass? So, yeah, I would say Teen Titans. Um, They have some good lessons in there. In doing your looking through all the TV shows and us talking about TV shows, what's a show that you're going to go back and watch? That's a good question. Um, because I got a couple. Yeah, I think because there's some shows I wanted to revisit just to see how it holds up. Yeah, you know, I really want to revisit Kim Possible. I want to revisit that one too. 
because I keep hearing like it's awesome, and I'm like, I don't remember it being like too awesome. I remember liking it, but I I don't know if it's gonna hold up. Me being not seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. What's another one? What's yours? Um, I would love to like go back because, and this is again, this is more of like curiosity. Like, was it actually good? Mm-hmm. Um, there was this show called Keenan and Kel. Oh. That kind of came around the same time as like the Amanda Bynes show and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's essentially about these like, you know who's, uh, who plays freaking Keenan? No, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure that's his actual real name. It's Keenan from SNL. The, uh, he does like the, the, uh, Steve Harvey impression. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is like, before that obviously he was still like a kid yeah but it's essentially about these like two best friends and like keaton always has like some plot to get what he wants done and he's kind of like selfish and he always has some scheme and then kel is just like his like just his best friend who just goes along with him on like all these like adventures and what's the great part about the show is like it all his plans always like blow up in like terrible proportion at like the end of each episode so, like, he'll be like, oh, let's do this. And then at the end, it all just unravels before his very eyes. Um, I remember loving it as a kid, but I just don't know how it's going to hold up now. Huh. So cool. I would love to go back and rewatch that show. Hmm. Yeah. So those are a couple that we're going to... I'm, gonna, of course, going to go back and watch Chaotic. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube if anyone else wants to as well. Yeah. Go Cause... back and... I got really into chaotic. Ah, that's such a blast from the past. That's crazy. But there you go. There's there's a little there's a little rant on our favorite TV shows as kids and growing up and when we're tweens and that grew that we grew into like stuff that we throughout our young adult life through our developing life. Yeah. What affected us the most and stuck with us the most. Yeah. Um yeah, this was this was like so trippy. It was trippy. This was this was crazy going back and looking at all this stuff. Wow. Wow. Oh also wow. also on underrated soon. Incredible crew? Incredible crew. Yeah, go check that. It's like you know who's in it? Uh, what's what's the dude's name? Shamik Moore. Oh, uh, who plays uh, Miles Morales? And he's mm. also he's also in Dope. Yeah, he's in that show. Hmm. As like a seventeen-year-old kid, but yeah, that's a funny sketch comedy. Anyways, I don't know. I haven't seen it since, but I laughed back then. All right, let's end this episode. Buddy, that has been another episode of Babbling with the Boys. I'm your host, Spencer Fleming, and thanks for hanging out with us in YTV's The Zone. And I'm Karst Gervais. Let me just pull up my wand. You've been watching Disney Channel. 
<laughs> this dude just rode out Disney Channel. <laughs> in the air, the air, right? Yeah. And like the glitter would follow it. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful stuff. I, it wasn't called Disney Channel here. It was called Family Channel. but Family Channel. Yeah. But all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we stretched this one thin. Yeah, pretty thin. Have a good day. Have a good week. Have a good life. Stay spicy. Stay spicy.